Recorded live. one of the most controversial shows across the nation, The Truth Unleashed, the Spanish Harriet Trockman show recorded live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday, and that's every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. And the Spanish Harriet Trockman show recorded live is done um, with a lot of love uh, and a lot of respect for the audience, but it is done persecution act against myself as, as well as against my elderly disabled and chronically ill epileptic mother Luisa Oyarsun uh, due to uh, my Christian activism against um, the traffickers of identities and government benefits and against the assassination of American citizens and legal residents after their identities and government it has been stolen and sold to illegals. So pending persecution acts against us, my mother and myself, I will be with you every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. Yesterday, uh, wasn't with, even though I recorded the show, um, somebody sabotaged uh, the show, and I know who, who it is. It's the um, organized crime members. Uh, that uh, cannot handle uh, the truth, and uh, they try to sabotage uh, the program every day, every single day, uh, because they don't want you to get the information that I want to give you in order to protect yourself, your family, and your fellow um, citizens and legal residents. So um, because of that, uh, because the touch uh, the uh, recording cannot be heard uh, something wrong with the audio what I'm doing right now is I'm recording uh, the show myself with a separate recorder and it is if, if, if it is not recorded excuse me then I'll just uh, play the tape and record it again and uh, resolve the matter that way but anyways um, I was very happy to be able to be with you today because my face uh, is swollen. Uh, the left side and the right side, uh, due to the lack of medical care and medication, uh, since I am being denied medical care in the United States, as well as my mother, my elderly disabled mother, Louisa, uh, we have gone to. Um, dozens of places, uh, many uh, places, hospitals, doctors, clinics, as well as uh, emergency uh, uh, care clinics, uh, and um, we are being gang-stopped, uh, as all the organized crime members are, organized crime victim, uh, members' victims are, excuse me, and because uh, we are against the said criminal network and we are denouncing the said criminal networks, we are being retaliated against by uh, blocking our uh, government benefits as well as 
our medical insurances uh, and uh, medical care and medication. My elderly disabled mother and I, uh, my elderly disabled mother was dying of cancer, as you know. So, uh, no matter what, I, I will I will stand uh, on my ground and I will continue um, the fight uh, and I will hold the line until God uh, asks me to go before him. So, pending petition acts against myself as, a, as well as a, against my mother, uh, I will be with you every night. Um, and Friday, uh, I did not let me see. Was I? Oh no. Um, there was a, a um last week that I could not be with you because I was in medical care outside of Southern County since all the hospitals, uh, doctors' offices, and doctors' clinics uh, have been advised not to provide medical care to me by the commissioners. Um, involved in racketeering and RICO violation, which I have denounced, and the employees. Uh, and these are uh, Ken Bayer in Westchester County, Diana Dean in Livingston County, Corinda Crossdale in Monroe County, and Catherine Muller in Steuben County, all of which are organized crime members engaged in the trafficking of identities and government benefits, and then the assassination of American citizens and residents after they sell, uh, they steal and sell their government benefits and identities to legal. We also um, have denounced the um, DOJ employees involved uh, uh, in this racketeering, which are uh, the um, oral sex uh, Mount Morris chief police, better known as the oral sex, sex uh, chief of police in Mount Morris, New York, upstate New York, and the um, women batterer and uh, elderly disabled citizens terminator uh, and organized crime member, Thomas Brody, who is uh, the sheriff of uh, Livingston County. He's an interim sheriff, as I understand it. Uh, he's not a, 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 a permanent sheriff for an interim one. And uh, also the commissioner of the Department of Health here in the state of New York, uh, Howard Soccer, uh, Soccer, is involved in the trafficking of entities and government benefits. So um, because of that, my mother and I, because of my Christian activism against this abomination in the eyes of God, killing uh, human beings in order to steal their identities and sell them to legals, this is an abomination in the eyes of God. That's uh, one of the reasons and the most powerful reason why I have been denounced this um, abomination. Uh, and uh, because of that, uh, my mother and I uh, have uh, become endangered persons in the United States. Uh, as you can, as, as you could hear in the previous uh, shows, um, they, every time we uh, go out, uh, to the pharmacy or to a doctor's office or to the emergency room uh, because of our, our condition, health conditions, we um, uh, get the same thing. Uh, people commit trespassing, uh, people sent by the aforementioned organized crime members working as government employees, as commissioners of DSS, SSA, uh, 
CNSN and the State Department of Health and the DOJ employees uh, working as sheriffs and police chiefs uh, here of State New York. So they sent people to commit trespassing to uh, uh, tamper with our locks, door locks, and uh, break an entry into our home. Um, and this is everywhere we go, not here uh, only in County. They break an entry into our home and commit robbery against us. Um, they also pour uh, gasoline in our mouthwash, uh, and also um, they uh, throw eggs uh, to our vehicles, committing criminal mischief. Uh, uh, urinate on our vehicles' uh, seats. Uh, they also. Um, change the tires at night so we can uh, have an accident in the highway and kill ourselves. They, are, they also have loosened up uh, all the nuts in our um, uh, tires uh, so we can have an accident, quote unquote, accident and kill ourselves. They have also um, tampered and uh, broken the motor mount uh, in my Toyota Corolla 1995. Uh, so um, they are uh, in a, they have an urgency to assassinate my elderly disabled mother and myself uh, because apparently somebody has, uh, a few people that they do not like have gotten a hold of these shows and um, are making inquiries about uh, their uh, multiple felonies and their assassination uh, of American citizens and, and legal residents and their genocide of the American people. So they, they are kind of in hurry. My mother, my elderly disabled mother's uh, public assistance application uh, disappeared. Um, she was told that the application didn't have uh, uh, or was not given uh, an application number that it took 30 to 45 days uh, to give it an application number. Then she was told that uh, the application expired after 30 days. Um, the application, along with her uh, public assistance benefits, such as um, Medicaid, uh, the rest of the food stamps, because she's entitled to, four, to $345 every month, they are, they are only giving her uh, a fraction of food stamps, which is $154 every month. And um, because of uh, that, um, uh, we have continued the fight and continued to report the missing benefits, uh, the Section 8, the food stamps, the uh, my mother's straight Medicaid, uh, which covers 100% of her medications and her medical uh, medical um, um, uh, medical care, uh, besides the uh, Medicaid, the food stamps, and the Section 8, her regular electricity assistance, which pays for her electricity every uh, every month without any problem. But all these government benefits, according to my investigative work, have been sold to a healthy young uh, person who uh, has not worked uh, 10% of what my mother has worked in uh, her life, uh, and uh, she stays at home uh, enjoying my mother's uh, government benefits. 
uh, her food stamps, her uh, straight Medicaid, which covers 100% of her medical care and medication, her Section 8, her electricity assistance, uh, and everything else that my mother qualifies for, which is uh, a lot, which are a lot of things. So this is while my mother uh, is kept in, a, in managed care, a medical insurance that does not cover the medical care that she needs to stay alive, so she's dying, in other words. And uh, she's being kept there illegally. They stole her personal identifiable information and signed her up for um, Medicare Part B as in both ways. And then they keep, uh, she tried to uh, uh, opt out uh, at the law state, the federal laws, and they continue to break federal laws blatantly and keep her there because they have a separate business uh, with uh, her Medicare Part B. They use uh, Nancy Berry Hill pays for uh, different nursing homes across the nation uh, with uh, hundreds of nursing homes uh, uh, with the taxpayers' money and the United States Government Federal Reserve Account money by using my mother's identifiable, identifiable information uh, to um, give her a medical insurance that she knows my mother cannot use. But the people, in, the hundreds of people, of, of people in nursing homes use it because she used it to uh, use the taxpayers' money to pay for those nursing homes. And the family members of these uh, people who are in these nursing homes, this girl, gives Nancy Berry Hill in exchange a monthly uh, cash um, amount to keep paying uh, for their family members' uh, nursing homes with the taxpayers' money, which is a very, uh, a very um, profitable business, personal business that uh, Nancy Berry Hill, the commissioner of uh, SSA, uh, has within uh, the go her government office, uh, the job that he was given to process uh, the paperwork for the citizens, not to steal uh, the paperwork or the citizens' personal identity information and use it to illegitimately enrich itself and uh, sell their identities and government benefits to illegal in the country. So this is what is happening so far with my mother. And because I have re I have been reporting this, now um, we are uh, uh, more endangered than uh, anything else uh, in this country. And because of this, I say that pending prosecution acts uh, against myself or, or against my mother, uh, I will be with you every night at 7 p.m. Eastern under time. Uh, and last week, um, I believe I didn't have a show because of the same persecution. I, I had to go to the doctor. Uh, and always about 10, uh, uh, about 100 to 200 cars, the calls were uh, following my elderly disabled mother and myself, which is, is quite an exaggeration. But I believe that they say that Christians are stupid. I think that uh, they must be the ones that are stupid because to have to send uh, 100, 200 cars uh, behind somebody uh, that says something about the intelligence of the people who are following this uh, somebody. But anyways, um, uh, the persecution acts uh, do not uh, and are not only limited to gang stalking and following people around, which cannot possibly give you a, a normal life. Nobody can have a normal life. Uh, and I'm speaking about me and the 50 million American citizens and legal residents uh, who are 
subjected to this abuse by its government employees and traffickers of identities and government benefits. Nobody can live a normal life. The 50 um, million American citizens, including my mother and I, and legal residents that are being victimized by the said affirmations government employees cannot live a normal life. How can you uh, live a normal life if you are being followed everywhere you go, if you're being stopped, if you are uh, antagonized when you go to a hospital, if you're denied medical care when you go to uh, one, two, three, three, four, five, six, seven, ten different hospitals, 20 different hospitals, 50 different hospitals, you cannot have a normal life. So. This is persecution, clear persecution, and this shows a persecution pattern that cannot be denied. So we, the forgotten men, uh, the people who are denominated the forgotten men, uh, are uh, uh, being persecuted by these individuals. And um, we, at least I have been falsely arrested, legally incarcerated, and tortured in jail. You know, people. Um, from the DSS, they have been sending people uh, to to um, criminal mischiefs against our cars, our clothing, our property, our furniture. They have sent people to bang at our doors, uh, to break down our doors, to come in and uh, rip off the pages of our Bibles, to uh, threaten us uh, over the phone. The DSS, Department of Social Services, specifically, uh, the uh, ABS workers, Adult Protective Services, they have called us uh, to our homes and, and they have told us, uh, and I quote, we will not leave you alone. They got that right. They have not left us alone uh, because they have been uh, giving us a, a very abnormal life, just like they have been giving an abnormal life to the 50 million American citizens and legal residents who are their victims. Uh, and uh, as you know, I have also been, besides being falsely arrested and legally incarcerated, I have also been uh, been uh, raped. Um, the um, DSS commissioners and SSS, SSS commissioners that I have reported have also fabricated cases against me. Uh, and uh, they, um, the last one that they fabricated was uh, the. Um, uh, pay the representative pay. They said that uh, they needed, they wanted me to, in order to stop stealing my mother's um, disability benefits, uh, which they already have thirteen thousand dollars from her, uh, in, in a chunk of money uh, besides the other money that they have stolen. Uh, they stole um, four months worth of her social security court awarded disability benefits, Nancy Berry Hill. And because they stole, um, and I'm telling you my mother's story and my my story and uh, Mr. John Perry's story, because we are uh, the everyman in this story. Uh, and I mean the everyman uh, metaphorically, like the, um, the writing everyman. Uh, we are showing you this, uh, this sample cases uh, so you can uh, visualize uh, how these uh, criminals work, uh, their modus operandi, and you can protect yourself because once you know their modus operandi, you can protect yourself. Trust me. Uh, that's how my mother and I survived 18 years of harassment, antagonism, persecution, 
assassination attempts, uh, and danger of uh, elderly disabled citizens, etc. So um, they fabricate cases against those not only uh, criminal cases but uh, any all types of cases. Uh, they also have uh, uh, enrolled us uh, in the domestic violence uh, programs, alcoholic programs, uh, drug addiction programs, uh, you name it, mentally ill programs, and have been defrauding the United States government federal reserve accounts and the taxpayers with our names and personal identifiable information, our identities, uh, through these programs. So it's millions upon millions upon millions of dollars that they have been uh, getting from the government and the taxpayers. So uh, this uh, external debt that we have, about 23 million or so, I believe, is not going to be paid off anytime soon, if uh, at all. And the taxes are not going to go down anytime soon because uh, the, there are many holes in the sack where our president, Donald J. Trump, is putting money in. So until uh, we uh, seal those uh, holes where um, this, the aforementioned um, government employees have been uh, getting monies uh, from and packeting those monies, uh, the economy is not going to be stabilized and our, our external debt is not going to be uh, paid off and the wall is not going to be paid off and the um, programs that, that we need to have uh, for our uh, citizens and legal residents are not going to be implemented because there is no money. The money is uh, stolen and uh, we, the taxpayers and the people who uh, Studied, who went to school, who worked, and who uh, have done our work, uh, our job, uh, have been doing everything that we were supposed to do, but we have not been um, given the benefits that we worked for. So, sadly, because of this persecution act, uh, I don't know if I am able to be with you every day because one day I might be here, the next day I might be assassinated or the, uh, in, falsely arrested or raped uh, or gang raped or uh, I might be victim of shootings uh, by the DOJ employees who are sending people to commit crimes uh, against my elderly disabled chronically ill mother and myself. Uh, so that's why I, I mentioned the persecution act uh, against me. I will be with you uh, every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Fridays. And with all that, um, let me ask you this. Do you feel like giving a shout-out? Do you feel like speaking truth without being censored? This is your time. If you want your voice to be heard, uh, call our talk show number at 724-444. 7444 724444 7444 My ID number is 1459065 1459065 and or join us in our chat room by going to www.talkshoe.com www.talkshoe.com 
and enter my ID number and uh, my ID number as you know one four five nine oh six one four five nine oh six and click all. It's free and fun and I know you will like it. So with that being said, let me go right to um this um most uh beautiful part of my show I believe uh is the uh prayer time and uh let's pray for our beloved Elvira Williams uh which was our, uh, which is our Christian activist that was uh, assassinated by the aforementioned organized crime uh, members uh, and commissioners of DSS, SSA, CMA, CMS, excuse me, uh, the State Department of Health uh, in each of our states, and the uh, DOJ employees involved in racketeering and RICO violations. And uh, because of the these um, assassinations, we have lost a lot of uh, patriots, and we need to pray for them so they are given justice. Uh, their assassinations are being uh, uh, most investigated so they can find peace uh, on the other side. And Vera um, Williams was assassinated in Florida. Uh, my friend's father, Kenneth's father, was assassinated in New Jersey. The 17th Florida Broward County uh, high school victims, or the 17th high school victims, uh, were assassinated also in uh, in Florida, uh, and um, they were assassinated uh, because of the uh, same reason that um, Elba Williams was assassinated. Uh, the organization members working as a DOJ employee. Scott Israel, who was the sheriff, uh, aided and abated in the assassination of Elvira Williams uh, in exchange of payment for his role within the organized crime. And also, um, the murders, the mass murder, mass murder that murders, excuse me, that was committed um, in the said Florida at, um, high school. Uh, was because of the same organized crime member, Scott Israel, who uh, refused or ordered uh, four police officers uh, to not go in and take down the shooter that was shooting 15 of our children and uh, two of our teachers, uh, while uh, Nicolas Cruz was shooting them down. Nicolas Cruz, Cruz is mentally ill, as you all know, uh, but uh, Scott Israel refused to allow these four or five police officers uh, to go in and take down this shooter, and that's why our 17 beloved patriots were shot to death. Uh, and not content with that, uh, with allowing this uh, mentally ill person shoot uh, these 15 children and two adults in this high school, for four or five uh, agonizing dragging minutes, uh, he ordered uh, the ER, uh, the paramedics, uh, not to be uh, allowed to um, enter the high school to give to try to save these 17 victims. He, uh, the paramedics, asked uh, to go in. Uh, and uh, he denied access to these paramedics, uh, and not once, not twice, but 
different times, he denied access to these paramedics. So they could go in and save our, our children or uh, our uh, patients, the two adults that also were shot to death. Um, so this is uh, something that we need to pray for so this doesn't continue to happen to our pastors and brothers and sisters in Christ. We also have to pray for the 50 million American citizens and legal residents denominated the forgotten men because uh, we have to um, help ourselves since the government employees who are supposed to help us and stop uh, the craziness, the um, organized crime, the uh, RICO violations, the trafficking of identities and government benefits do not do that simply because uh, the people who are supposed to prosecute these criminals who are committing these crimes against our civilians uh, are uh, organized crime members themselves, so they're not going to arrest themselves or their friends and associates and prosecute their friends and associates or themselves. So this is the reason why we have to stick together as patriots and uh, as children of Christ and uh, fight together uh, and uh, help one another. So this is uh, another victim, John Perry, that I would like to pray for because uh, besides the aforementioned victims and the uh, Texas victims also who were victimized by another shooter and the Georgia victims uh, also were victimized by another shooter. We need to pray for them all, but we also need to pray for John Perry because he's in Florida right now. Nancy Berry Hill, the same person who uh, is uh, assassinating my mother uh, directly, quote-unquote, by just blocking her from getting medical care and medication and being involved in the selling of her Medicaid. She also stole Mr. John Perry's um, identity and uh, government benefits along with the designated uh, DSS commissioner who has been uh, getting uh, Mr. John Perry's uh, government uh, benefits, public assistance benefits, which he has qualified for the last eight months or so, as well as his child. So there, those are two identities and two different uh, PA public assistance packages that the commissioner of DSS in Florida, uh, in the... Um, uh, Jacksonville County has been collecting uh, benefits. Uh, uh, she has been collecting, or he has been collecting these benefits uh, by using Mr. Perry's uh, son and Mr. Perry uh, after Nancy Berry Hill um, stole and stole his identity and um, his driver license as well as his. Um, contractor license because he used to do contracts with the city. Uh, so uh, he did it not through the uh, Part B scheme, uh, uh, but through the uh, list scheme. Uh, and again, these organized crime members have a lot of schemes that they use to steal the identities of the American citizens and legal residents uh, and also to terminate them to uh, hunt them down until they kill them uh, in order for them to have the illegals who they sold their identities step into their identities and continue to defraud the United States government federal reserve account and the taxpayers. So uh, we need to pray for um, Elvara Williams, Kenneth's father, 17 uh, Florida 
high school victims, uh, Mr. Perry, the Texas uh, victims, as well as the Georgia victims, and the 10 million American citizens and legal residents who are the forgotten men uh, of America, uh, including my elderly disabled mother and I, who do not have anybody uh, because the people who are supposed to help and protect us, the government employees, are organized crime members themselves. The people who are supposed to prosecute these criminals are uh, organized members themselves. And that's the problem because um, how are they going to arrest themselves and prosecute themselves? Uh, it's not going to happen. So this is why uh, I feel special, especially um, happy because uh, our president, Donald J. Trump, is bringing people to justice. Uh, James Comey, uh, McCabe, uh, and the other people who were referred by Congress uh, for uh, prosecution and, and, and to be processed legally because they have violated the, the law. They uh, thought that they were about the law, like this uh, affirmation organized crime members and commissioners and DOJ employees, but they were not, and they have never been, and they will not be above the law. The only one that is above the law is Jesus Christ, our Lord, because he is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. That's the only one who is invincible. If these people think that they are invincible, they're not. God is the only one that is invincible, and his son, Jesus Christ. So let's pray for victims, uh, Elvara Williams and the rest of them, so they are being, they are uh, given justice, and uh, their souls uh, can go uh, rest in peace instead of wandering around because of a lack of justice. So, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then thank you, Lord, for everything that you have given us. Thank you for the food, the clothing, the shelter, and the intelligence and, and wisdom to discern the hands of Satan and to discern the principalities and powers that are attacking your children in your laws, in your, uh, your, your faith, uh, Heavenly Father. Please help us and continue to send your warrior angels, your angels of light and your spirit of light to help us and to defend ourselves. Uh, give us the strength to defeat evil in any way, shape, or form that we encounter it and to exalt your name everywhere we go, Heavenly Father. And please, send your children to replace the hands of Satan who are now in office, who are using and abusing their positions to abuse the civilians and to from them, to subjugate them, and to kill them. Heavenly Father, send your children to replace these evildoers and uh, to give us the pleasure and the security of having people who are not part of the organized crime as government employees, or of having people who have uh, decency, morals, and, val and values. Heavenly Father, please send your children to investigate the assassination of Elvira Williams, Kenneth's father, and the assassination of um, our other TI, uh, targeted individual, uh, who was assassinated two years ago. 2016. Heavenly Father, please do not allow this to continue to happen and help us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, as you can see, uh, this is uh, the best part of our show. And 
uh, it is the best part of our show because we get in contact with God, and Satan does not like that, uh, as I told you before. Why? Because he knows that prayer is very dangerous for him. He knows that prayer is very powerful, and uh, it is very powerful, and it can destroy him and his plans. That's why Satan does not like prayer. So don't forget to pray before and going uh, before going to bed and after getting up in the morning and during the day. Call upon the name of God and He will be with you because He's our heavenly Father and He, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. So um, go to um, to the Bible and uh, read any uh, part of the Bible that uh, you like to read, and uh, God will tell you the rest. He will. Uh, guide you. He's not going to leave you uh, nor forsake you. So, with that being said, let's go to my opening statement, which is nice and, and sweet, uh, nice and short today. And this is it. Without a doubt, what President uh, Roosevelt stated is true. To educate people in academia and not in morals is to educate a menace to society. Yesterday, I had a uh, I had a via crucis with my swollen face. Uh, the left side of my face is swollen. The right side of my face is swollen. Now the the um, right side of my entire head is swollen, and I am being denied uh, medical care and medication. When uh, I go to a hospital or a doctor's office or um, a clinic, I am being gang stalked by hundreds. Leaders hundreds of uh, gang stalkers who are um, social parasites, as I, as, as I call it, because they have uh, allowed the commissioners who are committing um, multiple felonies by stealing and selling the identities and government benefits of, uh, of the American citizens and legal residents to illegals. They have allowed these commissioners to turn them into social parasites, and the only thing they do is uh, stay at home. Uh, smoke, drink, uh, use drugs, and be the hands of the, of the devil. They don't work. They don't produce anything good for society. All they do is uh, the, the things that social that parasites do to the body. They do it to society. Um, they gangster people. They uh, follow them. They tell them. They tell the commissioners and their uh, criminal associates. Well, this person is talking to this person. This person is at this place. So they can call uh, the place, uh, have them deny them medical care. Uh, if they talk to somebody, they um, go uh, call the person and say that they're going to kill their families or kill them if they continue talking to uh, their victims uh, of identity theft, special abuse and fraud, and things like that. So because of that, um, we, uh, my mother and I have been forced to uh, uh, denounce these organized crime members and uh, continue the work of God. So when I went to uh, a place, uh, an office, a clinic, I believe it, it was, a clinic yesterday, they contacted the clinic. Uh, I went to the same clinic um, that uh, I went before, uh, and I said, listen, you know, I have uh, the same problem. Uh, my face continues to uh, get swollen, 
uh, now it is worse. So the antibiotics that I was given did not work, obviously. Uh, the anti-inflammatory uh, medication, ibuprofen, that I was given did not work, obviously. Uh, so um, either they are giving me at the pharmacy uh, sugar pills instead of giving me the right medication or the doctors or uh, the physicians that saw me and prescribed whatever they prescribed, prescribed the lower dosage uh, that did not uh, do anything for me, for my swollen, my infection, uh, et cetera. So I was followed by um, the gang stalkers. Uh, when I go to a doctor, they call the doctor, they have the gang stalkers followed me, uh, and the same thing with my mother. Then they see, uh, they are told where we go, uh, and this is the same modus operandi in, by, uh, of the organized crime in all of the states, the 52 states. Uh, they call the doctors, they say, uh, that person, we already saw the, the identity of that person and the government benefits, that person needs to die, so do not uh, give her any medication that you think is going to do anything for her. And if you give her medication, give her something that is going to kill her uh, or is going to complicate uh, the her health so bad that uh, she will die surely. Uh, so this is what they have been doing, uh, and I have been in the same uh, situation for the last five months or so. So, and I have the infection for for a, a month now, I mean for a year now. So you can see uh, that um, the persecution is really intense. Uh, I am an injured person in the United States, and so is my elderly disabled mother. So uh, yesterday I went to get the antibiotics. As soon as I uh, took one uh, at 4 o'clock in the evening, uh, I didn't feel right. So at 4 o'clock in the morning when I uh, got up to urinate, uh, I took another one. When I took that uh, other one, then my face started to really uh, get swollen. So I said, wait a minute. Uh, I took the uh, penicillin that they gave me. Uh, obviously, it didn't do anything for me because the, the infection did not stay how it was. It progressed. And now uh, I, I took this um, antibiotic that they gave me, or supposedly antibiotics, because I don't know, they, they look like sugar pills to me. Uh, and I, I took it yesterday at 4 o'clock. Then at 4 o'clock in the morning, I took another one, and my face got so swollen, I had to put ice on it to prevent uh, my brain from getting swollen. So, in any way, my face continues to be swollen because today, since they told me on the, on the uh, discharge papers, if your problem continues, uh, they tell you, if your problem persists, come back or go to the ER. So I have gone back and I went to the ER and all of the um, doctors either give me um, medication that does not do anything for my infection or uh, my problem uh, or my pain. Uh, and um, Or if they give me something, it, it doesn't, uh, it's, uh, the pharmacy doesn't give me anything that's worth taking because obviously if I, I took uh, ibuprofen uh, five uh, years ago or so, or five or ten years ago, I don't remember, but it was a long time ago, and it was 300 milligrams, 
uh, and I had an infection in, in one of my teeth, and it took care of the um, swelling uh, and the pain. I don't understand why if they gave me 600 milligrams now for my uh, tooth that are infected, uh, the swelling doesn't go away. On the contrary, it increases, and the pain doesn't go away. If uh, five or ten years ago I took 300 milligrams of the same medication, ibuprofen, and it took care of the problem, I don't understand why it doesn't take care of the problem if the medication is 600 milligrams. So something is wrong, something is not adding up, either at the pharmacy or at the um, doctor's office. And I believe, uh, according to my investigative work, it's both, uh, according to what I have uh, documented and gathered. And I'm going to continue to show you uh, how things are done so you can learn the rules of these organized crime members and government employees, or working as government employees. So. Uh, the antibiotics that were given to me uh, yesterday did not work, obviously, because my face got worse. Uh, and uh, the pharmacy claims that perhaps I am allergic, but uh, I don't know because I took antibiotics before. Um, maybe not this this uh, this same one, but I took penicillin, and they did work. So I don't understand why if I took penicillin 500 milligrams now. Uh, it, it doesn't work now when it worked uh, 30, 40 years ago when I took them. So, uh, and, and before, after that, I took it, and I don't, uh, some years ago, I don't understand why they don't work now unless the antibiotics, the penicillin that they are selling to me at the pharmacy uh, is not of a good quality. And that's what the organized crime members do, uh, according to a, an attorney that used to work for him that I them that I interviewed, he told me they go after the um, people and uh, they contact their doctors and uh, basically they tell the doctors to uh, allow them to to not get the medical care that they need until they drop dead. That's why he, those were his words. Uh, and um, this is what is happening now to me because if, if I go to, I have gone to. Um, primary care uh, at, in Painted Post. Um, then I have gone to uh, many other clinics. Um, I am being followed to each one of them. I have gone to Guthrie Hospital. I have gone to uh, Bath Arnott Hospital. I have gone to um, a, what other hospital uh, or uh, the Warsaw Hospital in Wyoming uh, County. Uh, I have gone to the, what other hospital I have gone to? Uh, well, I have gone to at least five different hospitals and at least uh, I went to um, immediate care twice in Rochester, New York because they refused to give me medical here in uh, Tubin County. So I went on the 7th and on the 8th. Uh, the problem persisted. Uh, so I went to uh, urgent care uh, in uh, Rochester, uh, Rochester, New York, because they refused to give me medical care or medication here in Tubin County. So I had to drive four or five hours uh, to get um, medical care. The people who I mentioned, 200 or 300, uh, 
100 200 people who are paid $600 every uh, week out of the taxpayers and are paid in welfare debt also to gang stock uh, the victims of uh, the commissioners who, who steal and sell their identities. So these people gang stock those uh, all their way to all these places and all these hospitals and all these clinics and the, the medical care never comes. When I go to the place, they uh, contact uh, the place immediately because uh, they call them over the phone. And you can tell by the way the uh, people who are there in the office look at my mother and uh, and look, look at me. Uh, they look at us like, oh, these are the people that are being persecuted and hunted down to be, ki hunted down to be killed. Uh, so if you ask for the cameras, uh, of all the hospitals and doctor clinics when I go or my mother goes, you will see that there is something strange going on. Like for example, today I went to the Wyoming uh, Community Hospital in Wyoming County of New York, in Warsaw, New York, and you could see that I went in uh, first in, uh, to the ER then uh, an, an American woman, a Caucasian woman, went in after me. They, uh, she had a, a bad foot. Um, she sprung her ankle, I think. And um, they took care of her. Um, they sat me down. They took care of her. They sent her for x-rays. The x-rays came back. They were red. Um, they gave it to the doctor. And she went home. She was sent home. She was, you know, given uh, pain medication, uh, which I was not given, by the way, and I was in tremendous pain, and she was sent home. So they were, uh, I asked, uh, you know, when is, uh, when am I going to be taken care of? And they told me, well, you know, it's not going to be, we don't know, perhaps, you know, maybe today or tomorrow or the next day, uh, the nurse told me that she didn't know. When I asked for my um, urine sample that I gave, uh, she said, well, you know, we don't know when it's, it's, it was sent to the lab. We don't know when it's going to come back. So it could be today, tomorrow, two weeks from now. We don't know. But people uh, came and, and went after me, and I was still there. So I knew that uh, something had happened because every time I go to a hospital or a doctor's office, I see this uh, state um, car, police car, uh, driving past me like if uh, he was the devil and the cross was after him, he just passes, woo, 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 like that. Uh, and I see, I know immediately that uh, they're going to go to the hospital because they know that uh, the only place that I go out to are hospitals or things like that since my mother and I are in these conditions. So um, he goes uh, to to the, uh, he passed me by like, you know, the death is at his door, this this uh, police officer, state police uh, officer in his state police car. And then he comes back when I'm almost uh, uh, making it to the hospital. He comes back, he passes me by again, but very nice and slow, like, you know, oh, I just did my job. Then when I go to the hospital, everybody is predisposed and, uh, Everybody is prejudiced against my elderly disabled mother and myself when um, I, the doctor comes and they never get a doctor. They always get a assistant physician because 
the doctors don't like to get too much involved in the falsification of uh, urine exams or falsification of medical records because they know that their license uh, is, is difficult to obtain and it can be uh, taken away uh, very fast. Remember my Jackson's uh, doctors? Uh, well, doctor, because it was only one. Uh, he was a pretty good doctor, but then he did not have his license and he went to jail. So uh, doctors don't like to get too much involved in illegalities and behavior if they have any decency whatsoever. When they do, it's because they've been uh, taking, uh, they have been, they have lost their license in some other state and they went to another state uh, and nobody knows them there. So that's why these organized crime members in hospitals uh, hire them. So they can dirty work for them. But anyways, uh, you will see uh, in today's uh, today's uh, in today's visit if you ask for the camera, security camera, how things went down. And then uh, of course uh, they prescribed the medication because they have no other choice. My face is swollen uh, and I was in pain. Uh, they falsified urine exam because I know I have a urinary tract infection because I have had it before. It's not like I never had it. So they tell me, oh, your urine uh, sample uh, is, is clear when I know it's not. Uh, but since, you know, uh, they are smarter than everybody else, uh, more streetwise than everybody else, and I believe more slick, I believe is the word, than everybody else. So uh, whatever they tell, tell everybody else, uh, they're going to believe it because they're smarter than everybody else. If they say, there was a flying elephant, pink elephant, flying around. You're going to believe it because they are smarter than everybody else. So this guy comes in here like if he was uh, Hitler or one of his um, uh, one of his workers, and he tells me uh, he basically asks me what's wrong. So I tell him, and he has this attitude like uh, you know uh, I hate you, I hate your guts, and he doesn't even know me. I have never seen this this person before, so I know for a fact that this police officer uh, went and spoke to somebody at the hospital uh, and brought a message to to somebody at the hospital, or somebody was called because they do they call uh, or they send somebody. Although they are not too fond about calling because they call, um, their phones can be illegal that they can be intercepted by legally because they intercept their victims' phones illegally. They can be legally intercepted because they are involved in racketeering and RICO violation. So because of that, they send people um, to deliver message in person like the mafia does. But anyways, uh, because of the the persecution, the doctor, uh, this is the second doctor that cancels uh, the antibiotics that he gives me. When I go to the pharmacy, he said, okay, I'll give you antibiotics. Uh, I tell him, don't give me antibiotics that is in a capsule gives me something that is in um, tablet form because when I, I took something in capsule and uh, it hurt my stomach, so I have to see a gastroenterologist. So he said, no problem. After they were at, uh, planning to leave me sitting down there for hours uh, and then not give me any medical care, uh, but since I asked for it and I said, you know, what's going on? I came first. Being left here uh, with no medical care, so they said, "Okay, want to give you the medication." So when I get to the, uh, I said, "Give me the medication that's 
um, in the nearest pharmacy. He said, no, uh, I'll, I'll send it to you to your to the pharmacy where you live. So I, I said, okay. So when I get here and I go get the medication, they tell me, oh, he canceled uh, the medication because they showed me the medication in capsule form. And I, well, the doctor and I spoke about that. Uh, and he said he was going to give me tablets. So how could he lie to me? And then they called the doctor. Apparently, they uh, whispered something secretly. And they said, uh, well, give it to her in capsules. And I said, well, I'm not going to take it in capsules because that's not what he said. And I told, I explained the situation. And uh, these people uh, make, uh, take an oath, uh, the medical staff. They swear to do what is in the best interest of the patient. And that's not in my best interest. If I said to you, you know, I'm allergic to penicillin, say, say uh, and I'm not. But, uh, for example, I'm allergic to the penicillin. And a doctor prescribes penicillin. He's not uh, uh, doing what is in the best interest. Perhaps he's doing what is in the best interest of the organized crime members uh, who uh, told him to do that, but he's not doing what is in my best interest. So at that moment, he's violating his uh, high court, uh, his oath, the oath that he took when he became a doctor. Uh, and... Uh, when he became a doctor, in order to practice, uh, he had to take uh, an oath. Otherwise, he's not allowed to practice. The oath is called the hypocritical um, uh, oath. And um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly because I have such a heavy accident. But um, the, I'm sorry, the hy hypocritic oath is H-I-P-P-O-C-R-A-T-I-C. The Hippocratic Oath, um, which I call the Hypocritical Oath because a lot of doctors uh, uh, use that oath as toilet paper. And this is one of them. Then when I got to the pharmacy, he got the, the antibiotics. And he was telling me, you know, the third degree, oh, well, you know, uh, you have to go to a dentist, you have to go to... The, if you have a problem and the emergency room is there, uh, that's why uh, they, it is called the emergency room because you have an emergency. Uh, and you don't need to wait to see a doctor. Uh, you don't need to wait to, to your appointment to see a doctor because you have an emergency. So he tells me, you need to see a doctor. And I said, yes, I need to see a dentist, but the dentist cannot work on me until I get rid of the infection. And if I don't get the antibiotics, I don't know how I'm going to get rid of the infection. And it is not that the antibiotics are expensive or anything, or anything like that. They're like $6 or $5 or so. So uh, if these people, these, all these doctors and, and all these uh, uh, assistant physicians are refusing to give me uh, the antibiotics, it's because they were told to do so, because there is no reason why they would not. And I think you and I have a pretty good idea uh, about who I told them not to give me the antibiotics. Because it, it would be in the best interest of the organization members that I, um, my a, a head and uh, brain get swollen and I die, they would be thrilled. So uh, he canceled the antibiotics. Um, and this is what, this is what, this was at the Warsaw Hospital that I went today. Yesterday, I went to an immediate care in Rochester, New York, where I was also followed. 
and the people started whispering among themselves and they were uh, you know looking at my mother you can see it you ask for the uh, um, security camera you can see it uh, and uh, every the, every single time I go to uh, a doctor's office is the same thing the same whispering the same secrecy the same gun stalking the same uh, cancellation of uh, the medication after I go to the pharmacy and and uh, try to get it everything is the same and um, they have all these things the organized crime uh, has all these things out when um, I go to the for medical care if they don't deny me medical care if they deny me medical care well I report the doctor in the facility so they talk, they contact the, the doctor in the facility say, and tell them not to deny me medical care. So when they prescribe the medication, I go to the pharmacy. The pharmacy refuses to sell it to me. Uh, when I uh, report the pharmacy, then the, the uh, insurance refuses to pay for uh, the antibiotics or the medication. So it is always, uh, if it's not the pharmacy, it's the doctor, if it's not the doctor, the, is the insurance so they have everything down so uh, I just have to continue to hold the line and continue to to um, wait for God to move his mighty hand and use one of you guys uh, to um, do the right thing and to say you know enough is enough uh, we cannot continue with the lawlessness and we are going to have law and order in this government, whether these government employees like it or not. And they give them a call. Many times they give them a call and say, you know, what you're doing is criminal. So either you look for the government benefits or you look for another job because I'm trying to have this under my watch. So um, perhaps God will send one of his uh, uh, people to do that and they will uh, do my thing. Uh, at the Department of Social Services and the Social Security Administration Office. So this is the situation. Um, if uh, this continues, then uh, the um, organized crime trafficking of identities and government benefits will continue. If this is stopped, it will not continue, and this country will uh, start to become uh, the great country that uh, it has been in the past. That's, uh, it is as simple as that. So with that being said, let me just play one of the uh, clips that I prepared for you so you know uh, the type of vicissitudes and harassment and antagonism that organized crime members, uh, victims, go through. This is a, a tape that I, um, a clip that I prepared for you. I recorded it while I was reporting um, hate crimes against my elderly disabled mother and myself. Uh, and I was having the police officer who came here uh, told me that he was not going to list it as a hate crime. He was not going to list the pattern of hate crimes against my mother and I here uh, or anywhere else um, as hate crimes as a burglary. Uh, excuse me, uh, is not a, a hate crime. Hate crimes are supposed to be reported to federal uh, employees uh, or state employees, not local employees. But 
I asked for a federal uh, person, and they said, oh, you know, here in the village of Bath, we do this ourselves. So I said, okay. So uh, I filed the police report with the, the local Bath police, which I know uh, is involved in the uh, harassment, antagonism, and discrimination and hate crimes against my elderly disabled mother uh, and myself. So uh, I said, okay, let me um, document this. And I prepared this clip for you to hear. Take a listen uh, because this might help you a lot in the future. Before that, they changed the 
retired, not in here, but uh, in Denville, New York, where we live uh, there. Yep. They changed the two front tires uh, so we could have an accident in the highway. Oh. And one of the tires that they changed uh, in the middle of the night uh, exploded in the highway. We almost killed ourselves. My mother was having a, a, a migrant headache and was vomiting, and she almost had a heart attack when the tire loaded. So I had to call Geico to change the tire because it was uh, destroyed. This after all, you wasn't here as well? No, uh, I was living in Danville, New York. After they, um, the people that I report as a Christian activist, See, if I was living in Danville, New York, and they did the same thing in Danville, Rochester, New York, um, and Mount Morris, New York, it is not a, um, a local police matter. It is a federal matter because the federal jurisdiction is all over the place, the state uh, jurisdiction, not a local jurisdiction. So um, I don't think that the local police can handle that, but since they said uh, they the, uh, the village of Bath police can handle, which I know are involved in this world, it can handle, but uh, I will document that um, these burglaries are uh, occurring uh, during plain, day, plain daylight from 12 o'clock at noon until 3 o'clock in the afternoon or in the evening, and uh, with all the neighbors watching. So I cannot believe that somebody can... Uh, uh, move out uh, a whole um, a grocery uh, a list uh, and uh, with meat and, and everything else, uh, a, a, everything that has been stolen, you know, uh, soap, toothpaste, uh, laundry detergent, uh, large bags or large uh, things that they take out and nobody sees that, especially here, which is uh, a full of people who are, uh, they look healthy to me, but all of them are disabled for some reason and are getting a full cover uh, package of welfare benefits. Uh, so I, I cannot believe that they are, um, they run to the door every time we go out. They take pictures of us and uh, videos of us and send it to the commissioners or I don't know who. Uh, who. Uh, and uh, when somebody was committing the burglary, see anything that is I find that hard to believe uh, I mean I'm a Christian and I know that people think that we Christians are stupid but this is ridiculous um, they assassinate to assassinate us okay. and we had to go from uh, four separate avenues in Mount Morris uh, New York yep. to Danville uh, New York where a person opened up uh, his home for us Yes, because they took us out uh, in the middle of Christmas time right. uh, with a seven degree weather. The people that I reported, the commissioners of right. the SS, SSA, and CNS. Okay. Now, uh, regards to this, uh, this what, when did they last break in your house? Uh, that was on the like, 14th. So you Today's the 17th. Today's the 17th. This happened three days ago. Yes, the last time. And every okay. time we go out in the middle of the day, yep. with all the neighbors watching, they break into the home okay. and they feel safe. We'll get into that, ma'am. We just got a whole world list here. Uh, what did you say was stolen? $400 in cash? Yes. Anything else? Uh, about $400 worth of chai, the liquid detergent, okay. that I donated to my mother because I used to work for um, uh, the company. 
as a bilingual um, uh, distributor, and uh, they they left the product to me because they didn't pay um, pay me for the job that I did. Gotcha. So I donated uh, that because I needed the money, not the. Okay, so we have four hundred dollars worth of cash, four hundred dollars worth of tie. Anything else? Uh, three dozen of um, space, uh, that I had bought for my mother because they were on sale. So I buy them uh, to save money. Hair uh, groceries uh, prior to. Uh, hair hair groceries. No, hair hair groceries. H E R. Uh, that I have uh, bought and I put uh, in place in the house. How, the you, how much did you say you spent on the groceries? Uh, you received uh, $154 worth of food stamps. You received 194 but they reduced it. To $150 worth of groceries, $154? Yeah. Okay. Anything else missing there for damage? Uh, the, uh, some soap that I have bought for her. Um, I believe it was ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. ¿Qué más porque se llevaron a tener? Sí, ya yo le dije la pasta de dientes y el jabón. Ice cream. Y la, y la comida. Uh, about 16 dollars. 16 bucks, that's all. Anything else, man? Then we'll get into, uh, who you think are the suspects. I don't remember anything else. Okay, man. I'm sure you have a thought some other things because uh, okay. people who do that, they go and steal things and then yes, the people find out that they have stolen. So what, do you have any idea who would do this? Anyone who's been bothering you here uh, particularly is? Well, the people that I have reported them to the yeah. is hurting my eyes. Yeah. The people that I have reported for um, elderly financial abuse, identity uh, theft and fraud are the commissioners of DSS in Westchester County, leading County, Monroe County, and here in Stewart County. And their names are Kevin McGuire. No, I think they do things because if they are commissioners, they uh, send assassins after people to harass and persecute them uh, when you report them. So they are at their offices. Mr. Uh, Kenneth McNamee, because 
this quote like that because he um, stopped William Edward driving drunk in the middle of the night uh-huh. and forced them to have all sex on him uh-huh. in exchange and uh, not to press charges. He also has another history, uh, like letting go people who are driving drunk no, we don't care and having them. No, 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 oh, okay, no, no, no. okay. Um, so, so, um, so all we care about is what's happening right here. Yeah. Okay, um, uh, about the 13th and the 14th of, I believe, April, um, the uh, Commissioner Catherine Muller, uh, um, AS uh, Director, uh, assistant, assistant director, yeah. uh, Miss Pauline Easton, I believe her name is. And uh, after I reported uh, her because she was impersonating somebody else, uh, and that's uh, a criminal offense, as you know. Yeah. Um, the show aired at 7 o'clock from 7 to 9, about 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night when it was dark. Yeah. Uh, somebody tried to break into the, uh, uh, into the home. They opened the uh, lock. I don't know how they opened it. Uh, but they opened the lock, and they t- they were trying to push the door. But I had uh, placed this as an extra security, and there is a, a, a very big piece of wood, and they couldn't um, push the door to break in. They did it that day, uh, the day of the show, and the day after, the Saturday after. Right. So that was Friday. to pray with us. Uh, at the time they commit uh, a hate crime against my 
elderly disabled Hispanic, conservative mother and I. Uh, we would call the police every day. Uh, 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 she says that uh, we cannot call in the police every single day, every single was missing, missing coincidentally was my mom's um, public assistance uh, application which she had a copy of uh, from 20, the 26th of January of 2018 coincidentally um, application resulted falsified and forced uh, and uh, somebody checked, checked off um, boxes that she did not check before handing, handing the application in and applied for um, Medicare savings plans or um, medical insurances that she did not apply for. She only applied for her straight Medicaid. So after that, coincidentally, uh, she showed up with six different medical insurances that she did not apply for. And when she asked, of course, she handed in her application and she asked for a copy. Uh, it was denied to her, and you know that it is illegal uh, when somebody signs a document for you and gives it to you. You must give them a copy of whatever they sign because they have a, a they must have a record of, of whatever they signed. So you must give a copy by law. And they did not. They refused to give her a copy. It wasn't until I uh, reported this on this show that they gave her a copy. And then coincidentally, the burglar stole a copy of that application. So what does that mean? What is the correlation between uh, the bur burglary and uh, the commissioner of DSS in Suwen County, Ms. Catherine Moser? I'll let you answer that question. Suspects or anyone you've heard of, they may have done it, notify us. We'll keep our eyes and ears open as well. Well, that's where we're after right now. Okay. Okay, and what was your name and badge number, sir? Officer Andrews, badge 59. Andrews, badge. Yep, just like that right there. Okay, so this was 
the uh, report, uh, the police report. Now, uh, this is another clip that shows uh, the vicissitudes that organized crime members uh, must go through as a consequence of being persecuted and hunted down by the uh, organized crime members working as government employees, as commissioners of SSA, DSS, CMS, State Department of Health, and the DOJ employees. Hi, this is Professor Folange, the Christian activist and college professor that has been uh, reporting the trafficking of identities and government benefits for the last 18 years or so. Because of it, I have been falsely arrested, illegally incarcerated, and tortured in jail in the United States. One time in Morristown, New Jersey, uh, and times in the state of New York, in New York City, Manhattan, uh, by prison, prison, um, police precincts 34th and 33rd, uh, which are run by uh, the drug lord Sergio Vasquez, uh, but uh, he's using another identity by Sergio Kilmanoix. He's a drug lord that uses uh, the real estate uh, business to uh, cover up his um, money laundering, and uh, he uses uh, the banks, city banks. Um, Citibank, Apple Bank, Chase, uh, and other banks to do this money laundering. So, um, because uh, of my Christian activism against the uh, trafficking of identities and government benefits, I have been persecuted and hunted down. My mother and I have been denied medical care, medication uh, across the country. And uh, this was after the, this um, trafficker of uh, identity and Identities and government benefits, besides being the, the, a drug lord, a drug lord, excuse me, have uh, contacted the syndicate of this uh, criminal organization, criminal network, traffickers of identities and government benefits, and have had them uh, hunt me down and uh, my mother. So um, this is an application, a public assistance application that my elderly, disabled, chronically ill, epileptic, uh, conservative. His Hispanic Christian mother filled out on or around the 26th of 2018. She's still waiting for the benefits, her benefits. Uh, she has received out of a full cover, a full uh, public assistance package that uh, entails uh, having Section 8, food stamps, uh, money for furniture, money for um, uh, different things. Uh, to pay her phones, uh, to pay for the co-payments of her medication, everything else, um, the Medicaid, uh, and uh, all the government benefits that she's legally entitled to have after dozens of years of work in this country and paying her taxes and doing everything right. This um, public assistance application was, uh, well, this is usually, this is uh, in, uh, mine, uh, but let me just I show you Luisa Ollazo. It's the same as it's exactly the same as mine, but it's hers. So let me get Luisa Ollazo because we applied. I applied the 30th, and she applied the 26th of um, January of 2018. So let me just get hers. Well, the application Luisa Ollazo for public assistance that she um, filled out and handed in on or around the 26th of January of 2018. 
in front of me an ocular witness uh, disappeared from her records here at home. And as you know, as I have been said, saying in uh, doing the um, Spanish Harriet Tubman show, there have been a series of robberies, um, uh, breaking robberies, uh, of which Luis Ayasun and myself have been the victim of. So we wonder um, why would a robber or a thief steal a public assistance application copy? Uh, if have anything to do with the um, Steuben County DSS Commissioner who has been selling Luis Ayarsson's identity and government benefits uh, which for which she applied uh, on that application. And by the way, when she asked for a copy of that application, it was denied to her. Uh, so it was not until I reported that to my audience at the um, Spanish Harriet Tubman show uh, that uh, she was given uh, a copy of this application. So um, it's really interesting that um, the, the copy of this application uh, disappeared after a series of break-ins uh, have uh, followed uh, the, uh, given a copy of that application to Luis Aoyar. So uh, I'm going to call the um, police officer that um, was here today at 330, um, I'm sorry, at, at 33 Beulah Street, apartment 201 uh, in Bath, New York. Uh, his name is Andrew, and I'm going to ask him if uh, it's uh, necessary for me to inform him, to inform him, uh, because they asked me who I thought was involved in the break-in, that uh, we saw Yasu's uh, public assistance application has disappeared. Uh, after uh, somebody has broken into her home, every time we go out during a uh, plain daylight, and in front of all the uh, neighbors <laughs> and uh, people who are always uh, looking at uh, us and looking at this apartment uh, for gossip. So in front of those people, they have broken into the house, uh, in the house have committed trespassing and robbery, and nobody saw, saw anything. It's interesting to note that um, all the people are uh, disabled, either disabled or not working or involved in other things, but they're not working. Uh, they're always at home, uh, and they get a full, a full cover uh, public assistance uh, package. So um, I don't know, but uh, that's the reality. So I'm reporting. So I'm calling the sheriff, sheriff, um, of Steuben County, James Allard. I'm calling his office to speak to uh, one of his supervisees, officer R. Andrew, batch number 5-9. And I'm calling today the 17th of June 2018 because um, he came here uh, as a consequence of my 911 to report um, that we have been the victims of hate crimes, um, pouring urine on our car, uh, committing criminal mischief against our vehicles, against our property, and um, committing trespassing, um, breaking an entry and robbery many times uh, during the last uh, six months or so that we have been here at 33 Buell Street, apartment 201 in 
New York, and I wanted to inform him that um, they also stole of my mother's uh, public assistance um, benefits application copy after um, we went through a lot of problems getting a copy because the commissioner of DSS, uh, Catherine Muller, was refused, well, refused to give her a copy, which is against the law because once you have somebody sign uh, a, a document for you, you must give them, a, give them a copy by law. So it was very suspicious of her not to give her a copy of her own application, and then it is uh, very interesting that the application disappears after uh, people have been uh, apparently sent to break an entry into Luisa Oyarzun's home and uh, steal from her, uh, including and do uh, things like pour um, gasoline in uh, her mouthwash. So let me just call um, this uh, sheriff's office, which of course is involved because uh, we have reported the DOJ employees who are involved in racketeering and RICO violations. And this sheriff is, is definitely involved. Um, when Rizal Yasmin was the victim of robbery, uh, criminal mischief, and also um, other crimes like uh, fraud, um, the sheriff's office refused to, um, for, um, to file a police report. And when we insisted uh, the police report was falsified, as I'm sure this is going to be, because they are definitely involved. Uh, so uh, my uh, mother, Luisa Yartun, um, was a victim of uh, fraud. Um, a guy um, stole $1,200 from her when he rented an apartment with a lot of violations in them. And this was the guy that did this. Uh, his name is um, Richard, Richard J. Fell. He lives at 6285 East Union Road, Bath, New York, 14810. He refused to give uh, all his address or uh, complete name because he uses, he knew he was going to defraud Luis Yarson with $1,200 and that he had connections with the police, so we were not going to get the money back or they, he was not going to be arrested for stealing uh, $1,200 from this elder disabled citizen, Luis Yarson. So this is uh, the information about this villain, and uh, the police, of course, refused to follow the to the law and uh, arrest this guy uh, as the law states, and uh, her back her money. Uh, so let me just call them and uh, also document that they're going to falsify this police report and they're going to act as if uh, they wanted to kill us because we are reporting um, crimes against uh, citizens and civilians, and uh, spe specifically against us. So let's see. Now the person, uh, Officer R. Andrew, that uh, was taking the report, but the supervisor that was inside the 4x4 yelling, uh, how do I know uh, who it was and why do I think uh, the people that I reported uh, sent people to uh, from different counties to uh, persecute us, hunt us down and, and do uh, commit hate crimes against us? 
that one. He uh, seems very angry at me. Uh, and he's definitely, if he doesn't know me, he's very angry at me. That's because he has been predisposed and he has uh, prejudicial beliefs about me without knowing me or meeting me. So that means that um, the um, women batterer and uh, elderly disabled citizens terminator, New York State uh, Interim Sheriff Thomas Doherty already contacted friend here uh, in the Southern County and um, told his friend what he had him to do. Uh, Sheriff James Allard. And of course, James Allard is the boss of the um, boss of the police officer who was taking the report, the police report. 911. Hi, I didn't dial 911. I dialed at 607-776-2175, the sheriff's office, Mr. Allard, James. Okay, well, everything's in the 911. It's law enforcement, police, fire, medical. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, may I speak with uh, the sheriff, please? Uh, the sheriff would not be in service at 647 at night time. Oh, okay. Uh, so when can I call him, do you think? Uh, be normal business hours between 8 and 4. Oh, okay, Monday through Friday, 8 and 4. Okay. Do you have an emergency? Uh, no, I just needed to speak to a police officer who came because uh, my elderly disabled, chronically ill mother um, and I uh, have been victims of um, hate crimes uh, and our uh, vehicles were victims of criminal mischief and they have been uh, breaking an entry into our... Did you our... already call in here today? Yes, I spoke to, we spoke to the um, police officer, uh, Andrew, our Andrew. Uh, and his batch number is number 5959. Okay. We just wanted to uh, call him and let him know uh, because he asked us what was missing. And we forgot to tell him that um, the public assistance application that my mother submitted to the public assistance um, office uh, to Ms. Catherine Muller disappeared uh, from uh, the place where I put it, uh, and um, that was after they refused to give her a copy of the application that she submitted, and after her government benefits disappeared, after she got uh, her government benefits through that application. So um, we needed to uh, remind them that once you sign a document for somebody, that person is obliged by law to give you a copy, and then they gave her a copy. Okay, so he also he always works uh, until six o'clock from eight to six. Right now he's working six a.m. to six p.m. Oh, okay, Monday through uh, Sundays or only Saturday and Sundays. No, he worked this weekend. He'll be working Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, Wednesday and Thursday from uh, six to six. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. So I have to call uh, Officer Andrew uh, next Wednesday. 
because he works from six to six. Okay, so I will have to tell him that uh, the public assistance application has disappeared. And uh, now uh, Catherine Muller wants uh, Luisa Oyarzun to apply to submit another mm -hmm. uh, public assistance application uh, just to uh, perhaps say that uh, she, she never got her um, Medicaid uh, or her other government benefits uh, because uh, she didn't submit an application until now, until June of 2018, when she submitted an application on, uh, 30, on the 36th of, of um, I'm sorry, on the 26th of January of 2018. So these are... Uh, the, this is the modus operandi of this criminal network and its members. They uh, break into people's homes, steal um, the evidence that they have uh, about their racketeering and RICO violation and their trafficking of identities and government benefits. And this is the application that we saw just was given uh, again to uh, fill out again a second time after she filled out an application. and. Uh, the application was, uh, after being processed, sold to a person who is young, who, who can work, and who um, is uh, not chronically ill like Luisa Oyarzun. Uh, and uh, again, Luisa Oyarzun has worked for those of years of her life, paid her taxes, and done everything right. And nevertheless, uh, she doesn't get her benefits because Catherine Muller and uh, her gang uh, most sell uh, the benefits of the citizens so they can packet the uh, money and become rich uh, illegitimately and rich themselves illegitimately. And we are paying these people for them to do that. So that's why they laugh about our constitution, our laws, um, and the uh, lawlessness uh, and immunity that uh, we have right here in our nation uh, and the, the um, modus operandi of uh, this criminal organization and its syndicate, the traffickers of identities and government benefits. So this is the other application that uh, Luisa Oyarzun submitted. And it doesn't matter if they stole the application because I have recorded conversations <laughs> with them about the application that she submitted on around the 26th, 26th of January of 2018. So uh, you see, uh, no matter uh, how uh, perfect the crime is, there is no perfect crime. And even if uh, people want to hide um, the evidence uh, or steal the evidence, as these organized members do, uh, commissioners of uh, SSA, DSS, CMS, and the State Department of Health, as well as the DOJ employees, no matter how much they struggle to um, and hide the evidence and uh, assassinate the victims. Uh, there is no perfect crime, and they will caught. Uh, they will be caught sooner or later. They will be caught. So uh, I will talk to you uh, soon uh, again. If you want to contact me, you can uh, call from seven um, o'clock on. Um, Every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Fridays, I am at the Harriet Tuffman Show, uh, and you can call us at 724-444-7444. Uh,
724-444-7444. Just enter my ID number 145-906 and click go. It's free and fun. And also you can join us in the chat room by going to www.talkshoe.com, www.talkshoe.com. Again, I just sh I showed you my uh, the copy of my application. I submitted my application the 30th, 31st of January. Um, Lisa Yasa submitted uh, her application the 26th of January, and I am an officer witness, so I don't know what they're going to do with me. They're going to assassinate me, so I cannot attest that uh, I was present when she submitted the application. I also recorded my conversation when I called um, Catherine Muller and spoke to Donna and asked her uh, why Lisa Yasa was being charged to get a copy of her application. If when you sign a document for somebody, the person must give you a copy of that document. Now the, the document, uh, her application for public assistance, has been wrapped. Um, they uh, broke into her house and stole it. Uh, so uh, it is very coincidental that they didn't want to give it to her, and now the document resulted stolen um, after there has been a, a series of uh, break-ins into her apartment at 3:30 Electrica. I'm sorry, at 33 Beulah Street in Bath, New York, second floor. Zip code 1451481810. Excuse me, 14810. So again, uh, give us a call if you would like to know more about this topic. God bless you. Okay, so this is another thing about uh, the falsification of legal. Uh, State and federal records. Uh, my mother submitted the application on or on the 20, on or around the 26th of January 2018. The application, along with all her government benefits, her Section 8, her uh, rest of her food stamps, her regular electricity assistance, and her um, straight Medicaid disappeared. The application and her uh, her government benefits disappeared completely. Uh, first, they said that um, the application didn't have an application number because it took 30 to 45 days to get an application number when I know for a fact that as soon as you submit the application, that very same day, you get an application number. So that was that. After uh, waiting for her government benefits, my poor, elderly, disabled, chronic ill, epileptic mother who is dying of cancer filed for or uh, asked for a fair hearing. She submits the application. She sends the fair hearing request to Albany, and she sends it to um, the Steuben County DSS Commissioner. The hearing request also disappears. There is no trace of it uh, at all. And when I uh, submit my application, because my government benefits have also been stolen, uh, at the DSS Department of Social Services here in Steuben County. I submit my hearing request the same day that I submit uh, Luisa Oyarsson's hearing request. Mine uh, doesn't get lost, but I am given a hearing request that I did not request because I requested a homebound fair hearing because I, uh, I am the personal assistant uh, of an elderly, disabled, chronically ill, epileptic citizen and epilepsy has its own discrimination laws. Epileptic citizens 
who is dying of cancer, and I uh, have to be her personal assistant 24-7, 365. So when I request a homebound fair hearing, which is in the disability letter that her doctor, Ida Soto Cruz, um, gave her, uh, and I submit this disability letter, which uh, reads, um, October, I'm sorry, November 2016, uh, I'm sorry, November 2010, and it is dated then twice more, the last time that my mother was allowed to see a doctor before they sold and sold her uh, straight Medicaid uh, for good, uh, January 10, 2013. Letter reads, to whom it may concern, this letter is to certify that this suffered from the following conditions. Seizures, epilepsy, lower back pain, multiple sclerosis, degenerated joint disease, history of cervical cancer, esophageal ulcers, three stomachosis, headaches, two leaking heart valves, osteoporosis, arthritis, two uh, cancer operations, uh, problems with her pancreas, and she's hard of hearing. Given her conditions, it is imperative that she has telephone as well as electricity and heat. This is because if she doesn't, her life might be at risk since she needs assistance during and after an epileptic episode. Additionally, please note that this patient is homebound, homebound, and cannot live alone. Her condition puts her at risk for possible falls and subsequent bleeding, for which she constant telephone, electricity, and the care of her caretaker. Uh, thank you for your attention. Sincerely, Dr. Ida Soto Cruz. Uh, requires attention, uh, electricity, and telephone, and the, the attention of her caretaker. That's me. Now, they are threatening Luisa Oyasun in retaliation with disconnecting her electricity because they know that everything here works with uh, electricity her stove and uh, everything else. And she uses a device, uh, an electrical device that um, allows her to breathe at night because sometimes she cannot breathe at night. So they're her with disconnecting the electricity so she can die at night. And then she, they can say, oh, well, she died of natural cause. Uh, and also uh, they are threatening her with disconnecting her electricity because she multiple sclerosis, as the letter well states, uh, and they know that people with multiple sclerosis cannot be without air conditioner uh, or without a lot of air because they that puts them in danger of dying. So um, they are threatening, threatening her with uh, discussing the electricity, uh, which will not allow me to cook for her because the, the stove is electric and everything else is electric here. So this is uh, the domestic terrorism that elderly, disabled, chronically ill citizens uh, here in the United States uh, get um, after working for dozens of years, paying their, their taxes and doing their rights. So um, she, her, her government benefits uh, get stolen. The application gets stolen or disappeared. Uh, when she um, finally gets a copy, Somebody breaks into her apartment, steals the application, 
uh, and when she filed for a fair hearing to get uh, the government benefits that uh, are being sold and sold in Steuben County by the DSS commissioner, the uh, application for the fair hearing or the fair hearing request that she submits also disappeared. And then when I asked for a fair hearing to get the, the government benefits that I am legally entitled to have because I cannot work not uh, because I uh, was working and they fired me or something like that. They uh, entered in my document falsely at the Department of Social Services uh, in Steuben County because they have uh, Luisa to nowhere in my application. And the reason why I cannot work is that I have to be uh, her personal assistant 24-7-365. And uh, they don't have that anywhere. What they have uh, me listed as is a person who was working, stopped working for an unknown reason, and they want me to go to a doctor to certify that I am healthy. Of course I am healthy. I can work because I work 24 hours a day, 367 days uh, per year. Uh, so they are uh, taking right now $162 from my $345 uh, ten of cash uh, assistance because I cannot work because I'm uh, working 24-7 uh, for uh, my mother, Luisa Oyakun. And they have two home attendants, one uh, during the day and one during the night, getting a full-time uh, salary, each of them, seventy or $80,000 salary. Uh, and they are writing on paper, they are falsely documenting that the job that I have been doing with my mother, they have been doing with my mother. They have been uh, their um, social worker, their home aide, her um, interpreter and translator, her um, secretary. Uh, they do the, her paperwork and everything when I have been doing this for the last 18 years or so. And they have been getting salaries uh, for the job that I have been doing. Is that fair? And also, I request a homebound fair hearing because I have to be with my elderly disabled mother 24-7, days. Uh, and they gave me a fair hearing, uh, as always, at the uh, student County DSS because they know I'm not going to go because I have to be with my mother. And that way, they have an excuse to say, well, she didn't show up at the hearing, so that means that she's lying and the person that is committing uh, is, is saying the truth is Catherine Muller when they know it's not it's not that way. But what happened is that the people at the Office of Temporary and Disability Assistance uh, are involved in the trafficking of identities and government benefits. So they sent me a, a, a letter saying the letter says, keep this notice and bring this notice with you to the hearing. Uh, the, the notice is dated June 13, 2018. The fair hearing number is 777-054-2R, 777-054-2R, and um, the, the agency is being directed by the people in Albany, the traffickers of identities and government benefits that they have in Albany, uh, uh, to not to continue my, with my government benefits, uh, which is a violation of my due process, Title 42 uh, uh, clause, due process clause. So without hearing my case, they are directing uh, the agency to discontinue my government benefits. 
and they said also uh, agency students uh, and they said place of hearing a uh, video hearing students come to the Department of Social Services when I ask for a fair hearing and they have a letter which is a legal document a disability letter from a United States licensed physician Luis Ollazo, which happens to be Hispanic so perhaps they are also discriminating on the basis of uh, ethnicity and they don't like Hispanic um, uh, doctors that do not uh, work according to their life and racketeering. They also have category and case number, uh, public assistance, uh, uh, P as in Peter, A as in Apple, 00203751, P as in Peter, A as in Apple, 00203751. That's the category and the case number. The date of the hearing request was June 7, 2018, and it's new. Uh, and um, let me see. Uh, I guess that I gave all the information to the news reporters, investigative news reporters, news producers, or news directors, and the government officials who are against the trafficking of identities and government benefits. So if you need any more information, please uh, feel free to contact me. Uh, and as I said before, um, I will uh, continue with um, uh, reporting the government benefits, the stolen government benefits, until God calls me before him. Uh, and the status now is that my mother is being threatened with disconnecting, uh, with being killed or assassinated by disconnecting her electricity because of my Christian activism and uh, because she has reported her um, public assistance uh, package, package uh, being sold to a person who is healthy, can work, and is not chronically ill like her. And uh, now uh, that I have said that, you have a hearing number, you have a letter, you have the, the information about the letter that I submitted, which I just read to you, and they are ignoring this letter, and they they do this, they, they uh, follow these schemes, they run these schemes to be able to deny the benefits that they are stealing and selling, uh, and also they do it another way. Sometimes they say, okay, come to the fair hearing or, or uh, have a fair hearing over the phone because you have a doctor's letter, uh, a legal document saying that you are homebound, so they do the hearing over the phone when the um, victims of traffic, the said trafficking of identities and government benefits, uh, win the hearing. In other words, the the uh, judge or hearing official um, is, uh, is rules in the victim's favor. Then they go into contempt of court. The agency goes into contempt of court, not the agency, the, the commissioner and they defy, they uh, do not do what the agency directs them to do. So either way, the victims always, the citizens and legal residents always lose because these people are uh, against uh, our laws and against our constitution. They, strongly, they, they dislike our constitution and our laws and our way of living so strongly that they have a total disregard for the truth, laws, and um, the um, Constitution of the United States, a total disregard uh, for that. So um, 
this is uh, what I wanted to show you today. Now that I see um, that uh, we reached the two hours period, I'm going to have to continue with this um, pro this show tomorrow. Uh, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, do the call of action tomorrow as well as the other information that I prepared for you. And again, um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, I'm going to be quiet for a, a few seconds so you can voice them. I just, I uh, unmuted everybody and allowed the chat. Since nobody has any questions, comments, or concerns, so I'm going to uh, leave it for tomorrow. I'm going to give you the status of the uh, electricity connection threat against this elderly, disabled, and chronically ill uh, epileptic student who is dying of cancer, which is a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990, the violation, a violation of the um, epilepsy laws, and a violation of her civil rights and civil liberties. Uh, she's being terrorized, just like I, I am being terrorized by these uh, uh, government employees. That's why I called yesterday's uh, show, which I uh, repeated today, because they tampered with it and uh, I couldn't get it to um, work. Uh, that's why I called yesterday's show, um, uh, we are paying our government employees to assassinate American citizens and legal residents and uh, terrorize them. So uh, with that being said, uh, may you have a pleasant rest of the day. And um, don't forget to pray because, as I said before, if you pray, you are closer to God. If you are closer to God, you are further away from uh, the enemy. Mighty warrior, king of...